You're listening to Charleston's retirement coach, Brandon Bowen. Brandon, I want to play a very short game with you. <laughs> okay. It is called What's That Sound? Oh, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty good at these. Okay, let's see how you do. What <laughs> okay. sound is this? Any thoughts? That is somebody popping one of those plastic with the little bubbles. Oh my gosh, popping. good job. Is that what it is? Bubble wrap, yes. I told you. You got another one? Let's go. No, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you very much. I never win the music trivia, but something like this, I've, I feel like I've got a chance. <laughs> and I completely did not tell you what the answer would be. I know. Very good job. Thank you. Thank so now you. the bigger question is, why am I playing bubble wrap sounds? Number one, hmm. because I find it oddly comforting. Um, mm. And secondly, because with the market in a 10-year bull run, volatility happening here and there, a lot of people are kind of in a mode right now emotionally of where they want to bubble wrap to protect mm. their portfolio like they would protect something fragile. You got that right. I mean, we're getting paralyzed. I'm finding, I'm seeing when people come in, you know, especially if people have been sitting out the market, they're just, par- they don't want to get in now because they're like, well, pfft. Now, Brandon, we're even closer to the next crash that I've been fearing for the last five years. You know, mm-hmm. they're just so scared to come in and to get into the market. And yes, with our emotions, it's so hard to control it. And it's so funny, too. I, I've got a funny story here to make fun of myself. Kristen, do you do anything in your life that you want to stop, but you just have no control? You can't stop it. Have you met me? Um, I would say not having a filter. No for fil- my voice is a problem. Yeah. I say you, instantly comes what right I'm out. thinking. Yes. It just comes right And out. I would now, like to change that, but I just can't. Yeah. Well, so for me, if you ask Stacy, it is snoring apparently oh. of late here. I'll wake up and I'll go, man, my leg hurts really bad right now. And then she'll go, quit snoring. And, I, and then, so I'll put it together that she has just kicked the fool out of my <laughs> leg here. Or, you know, my back, it'll just show elbow. And, you know, last couple nights, she's actually gone over to the guest bedroom because she's like, it's out of control. Brandon, you got to fix that. I don't know how. I'm trying to, you know, I've I've, uh, put extra pillows. She's like, don't sleep on your stomach. We put all these uh, essential oils. You got these things across your nose yet? Have you gone there? I haven't done that. No, to breathe right. And we've put these oils on my big toe. I mean, we're doing all this research. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's, it is... It's online, so it's got to work. It's got to work if it's online. Hold on. Essential oils on your big toe to stop snoring. What are y'all doing over there? You know, so funny story. I was was sleeping and I wake up and she is messing with my big toes because they were hanging out the bed. And I wake up and I was having a dream. I thought I was in a fight. She was, I'm trying to put the oils on your toe. And and I said, you're trying to ambush me. That's that's what I yelled to her because I thought I was getting in a fight. I was still kind of sleeping here. I need to ask a for so, real question, and I am so sorry I'm not trying to make fun. Is that where these oils are supposed to go consistently, or is she just uh, messing with you? No, I think there's all kind of places that okay. you're supposed to put these oils. But, but you're in we the are, dead sleep, and the woman mm-hmm. is messing with your toes, yeah, putting oil yeah. on it because you're snoring so bad. Because I'm snoring so loud. Oh, yeah, my it's, goodness. I, and it's something, wow. I, I can't control it. And so I'm trying. So <laughs> I can't control laughing <laughs> So I'm trying to work through this here, but okay. look, I guess let me get back to uh, things we do that we can't control. I guess with our money is, yeah, I mean, we, when the markets go down, 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 we cannot control it because we want to do what at that moment when the markets are down? Well, we're emotionally terrified. We want to get that 
bubble wrap out, protect what's yeah. happening with our investments. We want to sell. And then when the markets are high, like right now, we're like, oh, markets are just going to keep going up. Let's let's put some of this money to work and let's buy in at these highs. I mean, that's what we do. Our emotions tell us to do this. Well, case in point, I've got some clients that were up in the upstate of South Carolina mm-hmm. and they retired back in 2007, okay, with about $1.2 million. Good so, for them. He had saved great. They both saved and, and a moved down here to Monk's Corner. He bought a boat. I mean, he was just wanting to retire that lifestyle he'd been looking forward to. And his advisor at the time, he said, you know, hey, because they knew the market was going down, right? It was starting to go down in 2008. And his advisor said, hey, just don't even look at your statements. The market's going down. Just don't look. And he, so he trusted him and he said, okay, fine. And so he was going along with retirement and, and had the boat. And, and finally, because they were still watching the news, right about early 2009, so about a year and a half into the retirement, he and his wife couldn't take it anymore. And they said, mm-hmm. we have got to take a look at our statements. We've got to open up this, this envelope here and see what the damage is. And mm-hmm. so they did. And remember, he had 1.2 and it was now down to about $660,000. Oh my gosh. He was down That's a 40, huge difference, detrimental to their lifestyle. Yeah, down 45%. And let me pause right there and, and ask you, Kristen, and you listening, I mean, what would you do if you saw, now you're only a year and a half into your retirement, you had hoped would be amazing with 1.2 million. Now you're down to 660, what would you do? I would be afraid of Wall Street and really not want to go back, but I might would mm-hmm. have to go back to work depending upon the other part of my finances. Yeah. And he told me, he said, Brandon, I sold, went to cash. Can you blame me? And I said, no, I cannot blame you for doing that. I mean, I would almost say, well, at least I still have 660. That's enough. Cancel everything, sell it all. You know, I'm going to cash, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so I told him, I said, you know, I'm, I'm not mad at you so much for selling at that point. What I am frustrated and mad about is, is really kind of three steps that you didn't have in place, things that you your advisor could have been doing for you. And I said, you had no rules-based proactive tactical management in place. It was just a a Mm. buy and hold. That guy had him in the equities and international and just what was being lazy as an advisor, Mm -hmm. right? So there wasn't proactive management. There was no downside protection. There was no, in the financial world, we've got this new technology called WealthGuard. And so it sets a limit on how much we can lose before it starts to take action and try to protect our our hard-earned savings. And then the third thing was he wasn't properly structured for, you know, for his retirement. You want to have some money set aside that's safe and income producing and is not affected by the downside of the market, the down years. So for those three things, and that's what we did for him is we then implemented those three things. And as we sit here, right, we could be on the verge of another 2008. We know that history is going to repeat itself at some point. Mm-hmm. We're going to have that correction. So you've got to have that plan in place so that you can achieve the retirement you deserve. Now, when you talk about this couple that kind of hung in there when 2008 happened, not mm-hmm. working with you, with another advisor, and that their retirement went down 45%, they're around $660,000. Mm-hmm. Did it come back up at all since then? Did they make any recoveries? I mean, I know it's been a good 10 years, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, they did. They did. Now, and it's been more muted and measured, right? Because mm-hmm. you can't have high growth potential and safety, right? right. There, there's no perfect product out there that can provide that, but you can have a perfect portfolio, I believe. One where you think more in buckets where you say, okay, the money that we are going to try to grow and risk and try to get high gains 
and keep it liquid, well, that's going to go over in this bucket over here. Okay. And then we're going to have some money over here that is going to provide safety and income for us. And we're going to have no fees on that money. You know, as the market was coming back up, we did have, of course, the money that was in the growth position that did well. Mm -hmm. And uh, the money over here in the in the low risk. Now that did okay. It's averaging right right at, I'd say, four to six percent per year, beating bond funds, beating CDs and especially beating cash. So moral of the story is you guys, you listening, you might you probably have the most money you've ever got in your life, right? Right now, you might have the most amount of money. And now is the time don't, you know, learn from these guys, my my other clients learn from them. And now's the time to go ahead and position this money properly for a purpose for your retirement. Find out more at bowenfinancialgroup.com. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors.